What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode 50. It's the second episode of the offseason, so check out the other one. That one is the best to worst races of the year ranked. And this one is going to be 2022 NASCAR superlatives. So I, most of them I made up myself. I took one from NASCAR chasms, but I think the rest of them I just kind of came up with. Some of them are just basic. Other ones are like different, unique ones. I did 10 of them. This, I might do another part. We'll see how this one goes, but let's get right into it. So first one, I'm going to do the best burnout. That one goes to Kyle Larson for his homestead burnout. From what I remember, I think it's like the only like high speed flat burnout. Well, Denny did one at Pocono, but I think this one was a little bit cooler just because how cool of a track Homestead is and how good of a win that was for Larson. So yeah, he gets best burnout. Most entertaining goes to Noah Gregson. I don't know how you can deny this. He was part of some of the most crazy finishes like Pocono, Darlington. His interviews are all hilarious. His The stuff he says on social media is hilarious. He had eight wins, so he was winning. He was Every burnout he did, he just blew the tires clean off the cars. And he was coming out of the roof and puking and shotgunning beers and climbing the fence. So I don't know how you can deny that, even if you don't like him. Pretty much it got to the point this year where... You can't take your eyes off him because of how funny some of the stuff he was doing was. And I'm really looking forward to him being in the Cup Series next year. Alright, the next one is most likely to end your race. It's the next-gen car because the amount of blown motors, fires, blown tires, part failures. I mean, at Texas, like seven guys blew tires. Kyle Busch and Truex both wrecked from the lead at Darlington with blown up cars. Bunch of guys blew up at Bristol. Uh, I mean, the, it's it's really an endless list. I'm just kind of naming the ones that happened recently because those are the ones I remember. But the the list is too long to even keep track of. I mean, I'm sure a dozen cars caught on fire, maybe more. The loose wheels just. A lot of bad part failures and stuff like that. Best old guy, so just the coolest old timer. <laughs> Goes to Kevin Harvick. He's 47, I think. Let me double check real quick. But, I mean, he's he's still going strong. For him to be able to win multiple races this year and at the age that he's at, it makes you wonder, like, what he's capable of doing next year. I just checked. He's 46. So, yeah, 46. You would think that their drivers kind of maybe picking up one win a year at this age if that but he managed to win back-to-back Michigan and Richmond which is pretty crazy just because of a lot of people thought he was done trying to because he couldn't adapt to the new car and I mean it's it goes to show how good of a driver he is though he raced his whole career in different style cars and then he gets in a completely new styled car and he gets it done and I mean the big youth movement thing is what NASCAR pushes all the time but he's one of the only guys to win multiple races this year so not only that he had some funny interviews and he was hilarious at Twitter towards the end of the season 
um and he made those t-shirts with like the happy's crappy ass part so he was just all around fun to watch all right next one most creative winner so this is the guy that will come up with the most random ways to win and this one's i'm sure you you're thinking what i'm thinking already ross chastain it started off his first career win he wrecked dinger into bowman like took out killed two birds with one stone so that just proved that he'd do anything to win and then i i thought of the when he tried to cut the course at indy i mean that was pretty wild and it was arguable if he even broke any rules and he was up there contending for the win he didn't get it done but i mean the amount of times that he did random stuff to compete for the win and then obviously the hail melon at the end when he was ripping the wall at martinsville that was probably the most creative way to pass as many cars as he did ever done before and probably the best move ever too so yeah it really makes me wonder what else he's got in his back pocket at some of these tracks and what he's willing to try i'm sure i'm missing a couple moves that he did that are unreal but that's three the three major ones that i think of all right now on the other end most creative loser so this is just a guy who found every possible way to lose a race and that is denny hamlin so not only did he find any possible way to lose the race but pretty much end his season because the Pocono tape incident he had that one did the burnout victory celebration and everything and then his car fails tech but those five points that were taken away from him go all the way up to Martinsville when he needed a few points to make the final four so not only did he lose that race he lost his season ended but also that move that Chastain did also cost him points so he just couldn't catch a break when it came to just losing points pretty much completely out of his control I also look at that wreck under caution at Texas he's just cruising along and Byron just cleans him out you could look at that and think that he would have been up there contending for the win and probably had a shot at winning and then he would have gotten five points to advance through to Phoenix that way also so yeah and he blew his motor I think at Vegas when he was arguably the fastest car and he had a lot of incidents other than the ones that I just named that might have cost him wins as well all right most impressive win goes to Kurt Busch this one was tough but I think because it's might be his last win ever I picked it and he was one of the fastest cars but he got pushed back to I think third or fourth on the final restart and he had to pass his brother and Larson which with those two in front of you I I think it's probably one of the hardest races to win with that many laps to go so for him to do that is in a new car a brand new team I said it was probably the best win of the year then and I think now you could still say that and there's some other ones up there like an honorable mention would be eric jones's southern 500 win but he's got a long career ahead of him and kurt bush is older so i'm going with him his win at kansas all right biggest junkyard (laughs) 
This one goes to Kyle Busch. He pretty much ran top 10 all year and top five at the intermediates, but if he didn't, he definitely destroyed his car. To name a few, at Nashville, he was gonna win the race, pitted, got shuffled back, and just put his car in the wall, destroyed it. He blew up at Darlington and Bristol. He wrecked at Watkins Glen, Sonoma, he spun out like three times. Road America, he spun a few times. He wrecked at both Texas races, completely destroyed those two cars. I think I said Michigan. I think both Atlantas. And surprisingly, he had like the best super speedway average finish, I think, of any drivers. Or it was at least there before Talladega, So, which is weird because usually he destroys his cars and those. But regardless, he was pretty much, if he wasn't running good, he was just destroying his cars. So he definitely might have wrecked the most cars out of anyone all right the next one is most improved and most people would jump to say ross chastain but i think it might be tyler reddick just because reddick had three wins which is actually more than chastain and neither of them had any wins and i know i think reddick probably people had these expectations for him but Still, for him to go from zero wins to three and how he got those wins, it shows how good he is. And if he could just be a little more consistent, then I think he can be one of the best drivers out there. And I look at Chastain's wins like Coda, he kind of had to take two people out and the other one was a super speedway. He didn't get it done on an intermediate or a short track, so he's not really at that level yet where you, you're going to be like he's he could win any week he's right there and it could definitely happen next week but i think reddick is gonna become like a consistent top runner next year or in the years to come at least all right the next one the final one is the best rivalry this one is not in the cup series there's a few rivalries like with hamlin and Chastain but none of them really came to anything crazy happening but I think the rivalry that I'm looking forward to watching the most throughout probably the next 20 years is Noah Gregson and Ty Gibbs it started with them both just being the fastest cars all year by a long shot they were in the class of the field and I'm not I don't remember where it started because it happened for so often but I remember them beating and banging all the way back at Dover and then Ty wrecked um, Gregson at a road course and then they had that battle at Pocono where they actually raced each other clean then Noah wrecked him at Bristol and then when Ty wrecked Jones at Martinsville then all the media with Gregson saying he just flat out doesn't like him and he'd be doing extracurricular activities with him if it happened to him and just the trash talking in general and then it throughout the entire season they battled and then it led all the way up to phoenix with those closing laps they were still going at it gregson was running them down and probably would have moved them out of the way but i'm sure that's going to carry into next year and ty is going to be in a little bit better equipment i would think if he runs the 18 but with jimmy johnson going to petty gms it'll definitely step their speed up and i think noah might be a little bit better in the next gen car 
I'm not positive about that yet, but they're going to have some run-ins and they'll be competing for rookie of the year. So I don't see how the way both their careers are and how good both of them are, they, they'll they be able to stay out of each other's way. And they're definitely so competitive towards each other just because of that fact that they're really similar age and really similar spots in their career. All right. So yeah, that's um 2022 superlatives i could probably come up with like a million different ones and i thought of a bunch of different ones while i was making these so i could definitely make a part two and i might be able to make like a like a pre-superlative one going into 2023 like most likely to win five race uh, races stuff like that so maybe i'll make one in january going when we get closer to the bush clash but here's one right after the season first things that came to mind so i hope you guys like it uh follow me on all my other socials at first or fence and let me know what you think i'll be making a podcast i'll just i'm just gonna try to make one every day for now and see what happens so hope you guys are liking them see you later have a good one peace